in order to make progress toward the common goal and building trust. At the same time, communication still remains a key asset to that process. Because you see, according to the Pew Research Center, only 2 in 10 Americans trust the government. One person who is working extremely hard to change that narrative is Derek Diesner. He currently serves as the Media Relations and Communications Coordinator for the city of Glendale, Arizona. It's Diesner's job to build relationships, make connections, and turn possibilities into opportunities for one of the fastest growing cities in all of the valley. And Diesner took some time out of his busy schedule over the weekend to stop by the program to chat about building effective relationships in government and how relationships are both transactional and personal at the same time. It's an intriguing conversation which I hope you will stick around to learn more about. So without further delay, I'm Kevin McShan. Let's have this conversation. Great to be with you as well, and thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. Now, Derek, you tell me that communication is key, buddy, and you currently serve as the uh, lead communications and media relations guy for the city of Glendale, Arizona. So tell me, how do you use that motto to uh, successfully do the job you currently have? Well, I really truly believe that communication is key. And uh, if if you look at my at my resume and kind of where I've worked and what I've done uh, to this point in my career since graduating college in 2010, I've really worked in a, a lot of different areas within the communications realm. And with communication, I mean it, it is key. Whether you're talking in in the business world or even just at, personally, when you're at home, communication is key. Whether you're talking with your family or you're talking with your coworkers, so that's one thing that I've not only noticed on a personal basis that that I've been able to work on throughout the years, but in a, in a professional manner as well. Um, every job I've had, every stop I've made on my journey has gotten me to 
where I'm at now with the city of Glendale. And if it wasn't for each stop in my journey and the lessons I learned, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And I am just so thrilled and excited to be with the city of Glendale. We have a lot of great things going on right now. And I'm just happy to be able to share those stories with everyone that not only lives within our city limits, but everyone within the state and outside of our state that want to come and visit. I want to help share those stories with everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And part of your professional story, Derek, I know is you have a background in church communications as well. So how does your faith and your background in uh, communications with the church help you with your current role, Bonnie? Well, that, that just helps. It, it helps a lot. I learned a lot um, working in communications within the Catholic Church. Um, a little background on myself. Um, I went to college at Western Illinois University, got my degree in sports broadcasting. And once I, I left Western Illinois, I, I worked a lot of jobs within sports media, whether it was at small town radio stations, uh, minor league baseball, you name it. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun. But one thing I've always relied on my whole life was my faith. And when I would get into some low moments, um, you know, throughout my, my broadcasting career, my communications career, I, I always had God to rely on. And every night I would always talk to him through prayer. And that was something that got me through a lot of the most difficult times of my life. And when I met my, my now wife, I, I knew then that it might be a little too difficult to stay within the athletics realm because the hours are so demanding. They're around the clock. And I knew when I got married, I wanted to start that next chapter of my life. I wanted to have children, as did my wife, and we wanted to build our family. And working in athletics just wasn't conducive uh, to, to having a family. So I was able to step out of the communications realm in the athletics field and still stay in communications, but I was able to get involved with a few Catholic churches here in the state of Arizona, and it was so great. Um, I learned a lot of things that I didn't know or didn't do while in athletic communications, and it also helped me grow closer to my faith. And we've met so many great people along the way, and uh, it just so turned out, too, that one of my first bosses at um, the Catholic church I worked at in Glendale uh, he ended up uh, being the the one that celebrated our our wedding mass between uh, my wife and I. So we have a lot of long-lasting relationships and friendships now with people from the Catholic Church because of all that they've been able to do for us. Yeah, Derek, I don't want to say that life is a constant game of networking, isn't it? It is. It is always networking. Um, I, you know, I've been on LinkedIn I, for a long time, and that is just such a great tool because, you know, while social media is great and you can try to connect with people through Facebook or Twitter or other, other ways, um, I've always loved LinkedIn. It's very professional, and there's so many people you can meet from around the globe. And, and just even in the communications realm, I feel like even though it's a, it's a big big field to be in it's also small at the same time because you know so many people or you know so and so and this person 
also know so-and-so through a different route. And it's just, it's very neat to see how it all ties in. And it's like one big family. Well, Derek, that's how we met, right? On LinkedIn. It's a wonderful tool, isn't it? Exactly. It, it really is. Absolutely. And Derek, uh, you brought up originally uh, going to school to become a sports reporter, and that's my route as well. So tell me, buddy, what do you miss most about athletics? And, and I have to tell you, you upgraded in uh, climate moving from Illinois to Arizona, buddy. So Congratulations on that, Bud. Thank you. Yes, uh, you know it's 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 interesting because since I've uh, moved and lived here now in Arizona, I've I've realized how many transplants from the state of Illinois have moved here, or even just from the Midwest. I've met so many people from Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, and it's it's just incredible. Um, it's so fun too here in Arizona because. It's like a big melting pot from people from all over the United States, whether they're from New York, Florida, you name it. But it's it's really neat. And uh, even though I'm a, a, a far way away from home and, uh, you know, we try to get back there as much as we can, because both my wife and I are, are both from the Chicagoland area. There's so many restaurants and so many things to do down here that have that Illinois flavor or Midwest flavor to it, where it just reminds us of, of back home. So we're, we're really thankful for that. And, um, and getting back to your other question from the athletics point of it, I, I love sports and I try to stay involved as much as I can. Um, it's, it's difficult now as our family continues to grow, but I'm always trying to give back and always trying to do and, and help think, help out wherever I can. And again, going back to what we previously touched on with making those connections. Um, one thing that I've, I've really, you know, held near and dear to my heart is I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for all the connections I've made. And I continue to stay in contact with all the people I've met throughout my journey and uh, always keeping those lines of communication open. Again, why communication is key. And um, it's helped kind of lead me to little side gigs and projects here and there, which I really am thankful for and appreciate. Uh, last year, while I was still uh, working full-time in the Catholic Church, I was also able to work part-time. I helped out at a local high school, helping broadcast or serve as a public address announcer at some of their athletic events. And I also assisted at Mesa Community College, serving as their um, interim sports information director mid-season um, when their head SID left. And so I was there helping keep stats, take pictures, broadcast games, all, all the stuff a normal sports information director would do. So I try to stay involved. And, and even this upcoming fall, I'm excited um, because I know I'll be helping out again uh, with the local Catholic high school we have here, St. John Paul II. Uh, we call it JP2, and I'll be serving as their public address announcer for football and volleyball this upcoming fall. So it just kind of gives me a, a way to stay looped in with the athletics crowd and, and with everything, but also the community. And it's it's a lot of fun because over at JP2 High School, it's a, it's a brand new high school that's just growing and, and just getting off their feet. They've only been around for, I don't even know if it's been five years yet. So they're still growing. And uh, it's just great to kind of watch them blossom as they start from the bottom and just continue to grow. Yeah, Derek, you reminded me of something. Our, 
uh, coordinating professor at my journalism school told me, she said that the more you can do, the longer you can stay employed, right? Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's amazing because, you know, technology is just constantly changing. But if you just continue to stay up on things, read up on things, and the more you're willing to put yourself out there and help out wherever... You, you'll always have a position. So that's what I always try to do. I just, I'm always trying to stay involved. And, and even now with the city of Glendale, even though my, my position is media relations and communications coordinator, I'm, I'm always in touch with all the departments within the city. And I'm always letting them know, hey, if I can help you anyway, you let me know because I'm here to help. I, it's like connecting the dots, right? What are you a puzzle together, right? Yes. Absolutely. And tell me, how does your current job in government challenge you every day? Oh, it's it's very challenging. Um, again, going back to how a lot of my background is in um, athletic communications, you know, when I was able to step away from that and then get involved in the church, well, that was, that was different. That was difficult. Um, it was a change for me because I was so used to this is how you write and this is how you cover an athletic event to, well, now I'm working at a church. How do, what's the writing style? What am I supposed to do? Um, so it, it, there was a lot of, a, a lot of things that I had to learn and learn them on the go. And now working with the city of Glendale, this is totally different. Working in government is, is a beast in its own. And, uh, it's it's been a great learning experience. I have a fantastic team that I work with, and we have an open door policy, and everybody's always willing to help out and answer any questions. So it's been fantastic. I I really appreciate it because every day I feel like I'm learning something new, and I love being tested. I don't want to be doing the same thing over and over because it gets boring and redundant. And that's why it's exciting because when I go into work every day, I know that it's going to be different. I'm going to be challenged, but I'm going to learn something new. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Derek, I'm going to share just a little bit about myself. So I was born with what's called... Um, spastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy and outside of hosting this podcast i work with uh, government agencies and uh, other media outlets to make sure that uh, folks with disabilities have access to a uh, media relations and other forms of employment so when we think about diversity equity and inclusion in media for folks with disabilities what do you think about it Oh, I, I think that's key. Um, you know, that's something I've, I've learned um, in a multiple of ways. Uh, so at one point, I was working at Mesa Community College, just working on their website and working behind the scenes. And when I was building that website, I learned how you, when you're building a website and working on web pages, you can't just build it for for what you think. You really have to be all inclusive when you're working on those web pages because you don't know, is there somebody that's visiting that web page that's blind, that's that's deaf, um, maybe that speaks a different language, whatever it is, 
you have to make sure that you have all your bases covered. So that really opened my eyes to, oh my gosh, like I really need to make sure that when I'm doing things, I have to really cover all my bases and make sure that everything's included. So no matter who is looking at this page, they're going to be able to understand and know exactly what's on it. And that's even now what I do with communications um, with my job with the city of Glendale, because that, and that's what I love too about the media is there are so many ways to tell a story. So whether you're telling it to a visual audience or you're saying, or you're just sharing the audio of it, or if you're telling a story through imagery, it's just, it, it's amazing. And you always have to just keep that in the back of your mind. One thing a lot of people don't know about me is uh, a handful of years ago, I, um, I had an accident and I actually am now legally deaf in my left ear, but a lot of people don't know that about me. And so when I'm working on different things or when I'm communicating with someone, I'll communicate the way that I hope they'll communicate back with me because I'll try to really not, I, it was really difficult during the pandemic when you had to wear a mask because I couldn't read lips as much, but I want to be able to speak to everyone and I want them to be able to hear me. And I, I always think of myself when I'm doing different things from a communication standpoint. Could I hear myself? Could I understand myself? If, if, if I was fully deaf, would I be able to tell what I'm doing? And I, I really just think that is key in communications to not only think about yourself, but think about everybody else and is your message clear and can everyone understand what you're trying to convey? Yeah, and Derek, you know, when we talk about uh, effective communication, I really believe that relationship, relationships are really the melting pot of success when it comes to uh, communications. And uh, being the head of media and communications for a city, I don't have to tell you that people are everything. So tell me, in the current uh, role that you have, how do you go about uh, sort of meeting people where they are and building effective relationships? Oh, that, you know, that, and that's something that has come up in a lot of my job interviews that's a question that's always asked is how do you build those relationships and my my number one way to build relationships because working in the media you want to build those relationships and my role now as as media relations and communications coordinator i need to be working hand in hand with our local radio tv stations our newspaper reporters so one thing I always like to do is send out an introductory email. And then from there, if I don't hear back from a certain person or um, a certain station, I'll give them a call. Because one thing I like is I know I like the face-to-face -face interaction. And if, as long as they're open and willing to it, I always try to go out for like a work lunch. And let's just meet. Let's talk. I let. Let me meet you. Let me better understand you and, and you the same with me. That way I can figure out what works best for you. How can I help you? Because that's my number one key is how can I help you? I want to give you all the facts. I want you to be able to tell the story. But what do you need from me? And everybody works different. And that's okay. But I just, 
I think that is key building those relationships and then maintaining those relationships because you may hear from a reporter and do a story with a reporter one day and then not deal with them again for another month or two. It all depends, but you always want to keep those lines of communication open. So one thing I like to do is if I haven't worked with a reporter in a while, I'll send an email or a text message or a phone call just saying, Hey, how are you doing? And just talk about things from a personal side that way when we do have to work together on a professional on a on a story in that i i know that i've been in communication with them it's not like oh wow it's been months how are you i don't i you know i don't want to forget people and i don't want them to forget me so again communication is key just making sure you're staying in front of them staying on top of things and just knowing and, and, and helping them to understand that, you know, you care, you're there for them. Yeah, it's always important to uh, stay connected. And, you know, uh, Derek, I'm curious to ask you about a personal growth and uh, development and how you define your passion and purpose in life. My, uh, my passion and, and purpose in life, I, you know, I used to have such a strong passion for, for sports, and I always thought that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to push through, and that's what I want to do. But, but my passion has just, it's just communications now. It's just, I know how important communication is. We see that on a day-to-day basis in the news. Uh, you know, communicating is key. And I want to make sure that whatever, wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, I'm communicating and communicating effectively. And I'm always open and always wanting to learn more and stay on top of things and know what's happening in the world. But I'm just always trying to improve myself each and every day. One thing I like to do every day after work is just think about, okay, what did I do well today at work? What do I still need to improve on? What can I do better tomorrow? What are different tasks that I have coming up that I know, you know what, I can do this instead of what I was originally thinking and make it that much better. So I'm always just trying to stay ahead of things. I'm always, I'm, I, I've always been one to set goals for myself, both, um, you know, both at home with my family, but also professionally as well. And I, I think that's key because when you don't do that, you're not pushing yourself, then you're just kind of settling for that status quo. And that's one thing I've never done. Yeah, and Derek, you told me earlier there's a lot of great stuff happening in Glendale. So I'll give you, give you the space to tell me all about it. And anyone listening to this or maybe in that area of the country, what, are they, what should they know about what's going on in Glendale? Well, it, you know, it, if as you may know or maybe you don't know, the valley is just popping, literally. I mean, the, the, it's amazing how much is be, has been going up and how much is being built out here in the Valley of the Sun. The East Valley, everyone's well aware of with the Scottsdale, the Chandler-Gilbert area. That area is all built up. There's not much happening in Phoenix. Oh, it, there's a lot happening in Glendale. It is very exciting. Um, it's, it's amazing to see how much growth is happening right now with the city. 
and you 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 look at the big events that we're having in the next year, two years in the city, and we're preparing for it. We have a lot of businesses coming to town. We have a lot of things being built up right now as we prepare. But later this February, we'll be hosting the Super Bowl. And the following year in 2024, got to make sure I'm on top of my years, uh, we have the Final Four coming to town in Glendale. So we have a lot of big events happening. Um, it's amazing to see all the businesses that are relocating to Glendale and are opening up their show, their stores. Um, you look at our Westgate Entertainment District and how much that is building up and building out and just the entire area of Glendale. It's, it's phenomenal to see, and I am just so excited to see what occurs within the city of Glendale within these next five to 10 years. I mean, just with the city of Glendale, we just recently announced how we are revamping and revitalizing our downtown campus, and we are redoing City Hall and redoing the park because we want to make our downtown area the hub of Glendale. So we're really excited about what's all to come on the horizon. I can see that. And tell me, when you have those big events, how much easier does that make your job to get people excited about what's going on around them? I, I don't think it's easier. Um, it's it's definitely difficult. There's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, I mean, for me, being a sports junkie the way I am, it's exciting because I get to help pump and promote the Super Bowl and the Final Four, and that's exciting to me. But it, it's a challenge. There's a lot of work and, uh, and a lot of departments, a lot of behind-the-scenes work, but it's exciting. And I know we're, we're getting ready for it. We're pumped. Um, but, you know, we were just talking – about in the office the other day it, it's going to be here before we know it and uh we've got a lot of work to do but uh i've i've already seen what we, we've accomplished to this point and what we have planned and uh i'm just excited i'm really excited for all eyes to be on glendale arizona um come the second sunday in in february and uh i, I really hope that uh we put on a good show and that everyone enjoys and uh Hopefully we'll have a couple of good teams and you never know, maybe the Cardinals will make it too. And it'll be three straight years that uh, the, the host team has actually played in the game. Well, you know, it, it, it's something to aspire to for sure. Absolutely. I tell me, I can't get down here, Derek, without asking you about your own individual sports passions, but what are you passionate about when it comes to sports? Oh, I, I've always been passionate about, about sports. Um, I've always loved it. Loved played all sports as a kid. Um, you know, big hockey fan, obviously big basketball, baseball fan. But, uh, I think that's definitely one of my biggest passions is the sport of baseball. I, I, uh, I've always loved it. I think it's just such, it's, there's so much history to the game of baseball. One thing I miss being here in Arizona is you don't have traditional minor league baseball per se. We have what we call the Arizona Complex League. So it's like the lowest level of minor league baseball. But I try to go out to the, those games here and there just to catch them because uh, it is fun. I, I've always enjoyed watching watching at, at the lower levels and just watching them fight for their chance to hopefully one day make it to the majors. Um, you know, I 
love going to Diamondback games. Don't get me wrong, but it's always fun to watch minor league sports and just know that they're playing for the love of the game and they're playing to hopefully make it that that is their career. They want to make it to the pros and make it a career and just watching that fight day in and day out. They're not taking any day for granted. And that's what I love. And that's what I do. I, every day I go to work. I'm, I don't take a day for granted. I, I'm always fighting. I want my job. I love my job. And I'm excited for the future. Yeah, it's always important to watch the journey, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. And Derek, my final question for you this afternoon has to do with your own personal and professional legacy, buddy, and how you want that to be the fun. Oof, that's a that's a great question. I I think if as long as as I'm making an impact somehow some way, if I'm able to, you know, any time I write a story or um, in the past when I've helped uh, produce uh, videos and get those out there, any time I'm able to help tell a story for somebody else and get the message out there, and you get that great feedback of. Oh, I love the story. Oh, that really hit me. It meant so much. That's that's what it's all about, is just trying to help convey the story and tell the story about that other person. And it's what I've always enjoyed in all my positions, especially college athletics, you know, working in junior college athletics and minor league baseball. Again, go back to what I was talking about, about these these people fighting for for their career, fighting to keep a dream alive. And that's what I love. I love telling those stories, those deep stories that people might not see when they turn on ESPN. It's it's really digging deep and learning more about that person and knowing about their background, where they came from, and how hard they've had to fight to get to where they're at. Absolutely. And Derek, just finally, if people want to get uh, connected with you personally or the city of Columbia, buddy, what's the uh, most effective way they can do that? I think uh, finding me on LinkedIn, I think, is a great a- a great way, um, like like you and I, how we got connected, uh, or Twitter as well. Uh, it's my name, Derek Diesner. Um, either way, you know, reach out through there, and uh, we can start a conversation and take it from there. But uh, I'm always open to conversing with with other communicators, or even if you're not in the communications realm, I'm just I'm always open and and always looking to grow and learn more. So I'm here. Absolutely. Well. Derek, I want to thank you for engaging in conversation with me today, buddy, especially uh, this week as you're joining me as we celebrate a milestone for the uh, show, buddy. Uh, uh, this uh, conversation marks the 500th for the endeavor, so I really want to thank you for helping me uh, celebrate the milestone and all your good work. <laughs> in the field of communications, buddy, when I get a chance to uh, uh, interact with a fellow communications major, I'm always happy. I really enjoyed our time together this afternoon, so I want to thank you for being here. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you having me. This was a blast, and congratulations on 500 shows. That is quite the accomplishment, and thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast.